Welcome back to the Audacity Podcast. I am Janae, your host, and I'm sitting here with Alex, your co-host. And today's episode is all about doing the work, but doing it in a creative manner that builds your portfolio up so you can get the clients of your dreams. Grab your team, take a seat, and get ready to embrace and learn from our audacity. You guys know the drill before we get into this week's episode. It's all about sharing an audacious moment that happened from the week before for us. So I'm going to start this time and my what the fuck audacious moment <laughs> in a long time. Should you that instead? What? A what the fuck moment? <laughs> I'm like, sometimes I literally go what the fuck when, so when I have these audacious experiences, but I keep it pretty cleanly. Clint it? Clean home, cleanliness. <laughs> you get my point. Yeah. I keep a pretty clean <laughs> home, um, and I, I'm, I'm pretty much a roll off the shoulder, like roll off me type of person. Yeah, yeah. You say a comment to me, I'm not. I may not respond to it. We're <laughs> not throwing hands right away. Yeah, but Lord. in one week, a certain person who I'm, I may not name on this podcast uh, said something about the cleanliness of my home and I'm like okay whatever throwing shade just throw shade the third time this person said it third oh my god yeah the third time this person said within a week though that's what I'm trying to say it was like within a week I was like low-key hot I was triggered I was hot I was like no don't do this um and I was like okay (laughs) I like called my mom (laughs) to talk it through yeah and she was like "Um, don't say anything Janae I'm like but therapy has told me (laughs) To stand up <laughs> yeah. when some shit does not yeah. sound right. But pretty much it was like, oh my God, like you're, it's just so dirty. Like, oh my goodness, it's just so dirty. And I was like, there's a difference between a filthy, dirty home and a home that has a toddler who just. I agree. Like there's dirty and then there's like a cluttered or something. Yeah. You're like messy. Or like lived in. I yeah, exactly. Lived in. Yeah. There's like, like a difference between your house is filthy like there's dirt on the floor like it's maybe a toy once in a while and I just I got so heated that of course I sent a very heated text message because I was like okay it wasn't heated it was actually very respectful my text message uh which I shared to our group chat was actually very respectful I was just like you don't really get to come into my home and decide that my home is not up to whatever your standard is and make a comment on it when you don't know the circumstances you don't know why there are diapers in the sunroom. Like, Ollie decided that he didn't want anything else in his backpack, so I took everything out. And I was like, I'm not cleaning that up right now because I'm. It's not my job to walk after my child and clean him up. It's not my job to walk after Ethan and clean him up. Like, on my refrigerator is a list of chores that get done daily, and that's it. And that's how I rock and roll. I do not overextend cleaning up because I'm just like. It's stupid. Plus, I am, like, a huge advocate that, like, Ollie will say, like, oh, I made a mess. Um, And I'm, like, messes are to be cleaned up. Like, yes, you can make a mess. If you're having fun, that's all that matters because messes can be cleaned up. Like, it's a house. Things can be clean. But to, like, try to, to try to have kids feel like they're a burden to what your house looks like uh, is not my vibe. So, yeah. So, uh, that was, like, a what the fuck moment, an audacious moment because I was, like, the motherfucking audacity for you to come in here and try to judge my house. Yeah. Are you out? <laughs> stay, stay outside. I was like, just, just stay on the porch. 
porch. Don't ever come in. Yeah. Like, don't come in. Sit in a chair outside the house. Then. I was like, we'll come to you because that's fucking that was ridiculous. So that is a long explanation because I was like trying to yeah. be vague, but yeah. Well, and somebody like that, I mean, if you like the reverse too, like if I were to show up to that person's house, you think you're telling me it's spotless? No. Nope. You're telling me there's not a single piece of dust anywhere? It sure is not. I'm sure there is not. Mm-hmm. Because no one lives like that because that's absurd. It's insane. So, <laughs> like, that's, yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Your um, turn. Mine is not not as not as serious. <laughs> we do this a lot though. <laughs> I know. Mine is you know I mean we all know how I judge on the internet. It's what I'm. Oh it's what I'm built to do. Um and recently I mean not recently but all the times there are always like influencers and just people of influence in all ways that like have children. I feel like everybody gets pregnant at the same time sometimes and then like. 10 different people on the internet that are all, like, influencers all pop out kids at the same time. I don't That's know why true. it feels like it happens. That's true. But it does. So. That's true. I feel like we're in one of those, like, baby booms, if you will, right now. And I feel like a lot of people on the internet are, like, popping out their kids and all this stuff. And I can't get over when people name their children something that they can't grow into. Like, they <laughs> name them something either super cutesy or, like, honestly, or the opposite, where they sound already, already grown. grown. Like, <laughs> Like the I super, super myth of school names. I do do a myth that, that I felt that way with Oliver, and I was like, good thing we can call him Ollie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, you have a nickname, and then when he's a grown ass man, he doesn't have to go by Ollie. Like, he can be like, I am Oliver, I am an adult. Like, yes. I just can't with like little kids who have like what? really cutesy little names. You're gonna give us an example of what name pissed you off? Oh, I can't remember now. I can't remember now. I think it was like a flower so, like, or for something. Example, it was something really like just. For example, I think it was like one of one of my favorite authors had named her kid Clementine. Yeah, see, you see what I mean? Like, how do you walk into a room as like a twenty-something-year-old grown woman? Say hi, my name yes. is Clementine. In an interview or something, and you're like, hi, my name is Clementine. Ah, I love it. <laughs> what? Like, not that you don't deserve the job because your name is Clementine, but like, how can you even feel good about yourself in that scenario? And like, I, mean, I feel so inferior. I feel like we probably could make an entire episode about that because, like, I have had conversations with. Uh, like, one of the reasons why we named Oliver Oliver was because when his name was on a resume, we didn't want people to know that he was black Which right off the bat. Like a whole discussion. Right? And I'm like, but yeah, you look, you got these white people naming their kids things like Clementine. I know. And getting it's away insane. with it. I can't. I don't understand it. Like, it's one thing to, like... It's almost a privilege. You have to be so... Yeah, and you have to be so, like, conscious. You're naming a human being. Like... You know the process they'd have to go through to change that later in life? It's like you said, it's a long process. Like, why wouldn't you... So I think about it, because I'm like, it I was... It feels mean. Because, <laughs> like, we were up there with a few different names. Like, I like yeah. Bennett, I liked Arlo, and I was thinking, like, the longevity of it. Well, oh, yeah. I also was thinking, like, you know, it needs to be brandable. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, duh. And but, like, that's... So, like, listen, if you're not good at it, if you're not as good as we are at this, that's fine. But, like, I... Yeah. It's interesting. No, that is, that's audacious. I'm sure we can have a whole episode of just audacious I names. I just don't understand that kids have. Cause like, I, I don't get it. Clementine or... Or the reverse. Like something really, really old. Not like, like old um, school, but like just makes you sound like your sorry, grandma. I feel like when kids are named Harry, Harry or like Hank or like... <laughs> Where are we going with this? Well, like Harry or Hank. I feel like Harry's an old name. Yeah. Yeah, like, how do you, like, that's not, like, a little tiny cute kid name. Yeah. You need, like, a nickname. Also, for, like, Frank. 
going to be going into. I just don't know. Like, Frank seems like he bullies me into the cash register. Names, but it's like it, like you need a backup plan. Like you need a nickname. You need a like a cute. I don't know. You gotta call them something. Like we we will stop making fun of people names or kids weird things. I will but not. I will not stop making fun of people. Names. In this episode, we will. So we can actually dive into this week's episode yes. about doing the work. Uh, just don't name your kids weird things, and you will not make Alex feel like it's audition. Correct. <laughs> Do the work. What do we mean? share your creative work yeah. to determine how you're going to build your portfolio and like what that looks like because yeah yeah it's I mean having like a whole conversation about how to present your portfolio I feel like is a whole different it's a whole different thing. thing that we could spend some time on but um as far as like creating your portfolio making the content that will then be shared in whatever ways that um I feel like the biggest thing for me in my own experience and just from what I've seen from other people is finding kind of like a network mm-hmm. um, to work with and finding your people essentially that either are doing the same thing as you or are doing something you know similar and sort of kindred sense or something like that sure. where they have the same experience of having to build a portfolio and they have the knowledge that they're willing to share with you. Um, and I think like my biggest help has have has been having people to support me um, and kind of explain like, hey, you know, I mean, the people even, like, from a photography standpoint, that take a chance on you when you want to start shooting weddings. Mm-hmm. Like, someone has to take a chance on you and allow you to come and shoot a wedding. And that's kind of, like, a big responsibility. Um, it's almost like find your tribe, but also find a tribe who's willing to collaborate yeah. with you yeah. on projects. Whether that's them bringing you under your wing and mentorship or, like, saying, hey, I have this crazy idea. Mm-hmm. Can we see if it can be accomplished? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, all of my photo opportunities came from working with other people and, mm-hmm. like, connecting. 
I mean, even by texting with Anita, I'm getting ready with her to become interning for you. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's not like that's something that you like specifically set up on purpose. It just kind of worked out that way. And I think even just being open to that opportunity of, you know, sometimes things just work out. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes people kind of just like stumble into your life. Um, and I think it kind of also ties to not being afraid to put yourself out there, which I know is kind of, t- yeah, it's, it's kind of touching into like imposter syndrome and things like that. But like you, I feel like some of my best opportunities have come from having a little bit of courage for like a split second, just to like apply for something or submit something. Um, yeah. like recently I just got a branding client and all I did was, I was in her Facebook group for something. I don't even know what one it was, honestly. She's not even in the state. And she does um, a succulent subscription box. Very cute. Cute. And so she's like, I'll just ship it to you, and you photograph, and send me the pictures. And that's, that's so like, fun. And it's like one of the most fun things I've done recently. And, you know, it was some kind of random Facebook <laughs> comment that she put out that she was looking for a photographer. And I was like, I mean, I don't know if I'm really a branding photographer. I'm kind of an everything photographer. And then I was like, yeah, this is fine. And then I just put my name <laughs> in the whole application, and she emailed me. So it was like, awesome and you always take a chance you have to like take the chance and stuff like that because i also feel like you know i definitely remember in that moment i was like oh god who knows how many people have filled out this application like could it be hundreds why would she ever pick me like it's very much but at the same time like what if i was the only one who filled it out or like a couple other people because everyone was kind of like well maybe this isn't perfect for you blah 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 and like didn't take the chance so i think kind of like being willing to take the chance is a little bit of a tip too and i think having a network that is strong and that supports you helps you to feel qualified to take those chances. Yeah, so I 100% agree with all of that, and honestly, for photo and branding, it works a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I would say one of the things that I did when I started was I kind of just faked my portfolio a little bit. I was very honest and authentic about it. Like I would say, hey, these projects were done for fun. They're like in industries that are my dream industries. You know, like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, they're for fun. I want you to know that they're for fun. I was not hired to do this. Yeah. But I'm just showing you my potential Abilities, as yeah. a brand designer if you were to choose me. So, you know, that's how I did it. I picked a random industry that I was like, yes, this is like where I kind of want to be in. Came up with a random name, gave myself some general project guidelines. I included those project guidelines in my like portfolio, like almost like a creative brief to kind of show like, hey, this is this is a brief. It's yeah. like my brief that I came up with, and that's like a lot of what fueled my earlier days at Robin and Company because I again just started from scratch. So <laughs> you have to like make people want to pay you in order to technically have the experience. It's like yeah. that little dance, you know, that I yeah. had. Like you get out of college, you have an experience. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's like you didn't have any experience. I didn't have a portfolio, so I made up my portfolio and I see that like it's it's honestly awesome and I think being able to not only like does creating a fake portfolio and like this doesn't have to be fake I'm gonna stop calling it fake but <laughs> creating fake projects or yeah. I think dream projects yeah I think there's like different routes to like there's two different ways to do that I feel like you can take products that already exist sure. companies that already exist and like give them essentially a rebrand yeah um for someone that you know larger and something that like yeah, so take like rebrand rebrand McDonald's. Yes. Or like Coke <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the route of like just inventing a new brand that's like a completely different thing. Yeah. Because that obviously more so applies to you than it could like I could photography wise build a portfolio based on Coca Cola. I mean yeah. it wouldn't be like you 
you can't create a fake that hard. A fake brand. Yeah, but I can't like, unless I make packaging, which like could could possibly, could possibly. really feel that creative, but like that's not where my talents are. <laughs> my talents are with the photo part. So right, so it's, it's super interesting. It, it is interesting. It's one hundred percent interesting, but I definitely think it al- even allows you to not just do it at the beginning. I would say like sprinkle it in throughout yeah. like your running of your business, always like creating a dream pro- project for yourself. Because sometimes we take on clients that maybe we're like, mm, I should not have taken on that client yeah. or it was just a client because like I needed to hit the monetary goal I was trying to hit and we kind of stopped doing things for fun. And as creatives, we need to do things yeah. for fun. That's kind of like how we don't get burned out um, is by doing things for fun. So like my tip is do your dream project. Your dream project probably will ultimately lead you to your dream client anyway yeah. that pays. So make sure that you're doing that. Um, I think that's an interesting point too. Like it's a little off topic, but just the concept of uh, like letting your creative juices flow a little bit and yeah. getting into things that may not even necessarily like land you gigs. Like this year, I think is tough on gigs just because I was like, I am a creative rep and I'm you know for the seniors a little bit. <laughs> I need to need to get out a little bit more and do something a little more creative and. It just, it has been like super fun. That's pretty much all it is. Like nobody's ever gonna hire me because they're like, oh yeah, your self-portraits are really cool. Could you take self-portraits of me? That's not how that works. So like, those are just portraits. Like, so I don't think it was- Portraits minus the self. Yeah, I don't think it was me based on what I'm doing in my living room, but it's just an interesting outlet and it kind of allows me to like have a little creativity somewhere and you know, share that and kind of, even just like honestly like to get like views and get the following and stuff. Yeah. based on that like maybe that's what draws people in and and like yeah don't find out, like I would say don't hate on like don't hate on sharing reels and sharing your behind yeah, the scenes process it doesn't have to be as crazy as people want to make it yeah. <laughs> you can just share it on your own time and at your own pace but that really does bring people into your creative process and it kind of shows how you work and that draws people in and I think yeah. that um I think that people have kind of like forgotten about that a little bit. Yeah, I still have a hard time like deciding to you know share something that doesn't feel fully business oriented yeah. and like aligns perfectly with the photography mission or whatnot. Yeah, I you know the fun stuff. I it's so crazy because I think like um, that that was happening to me. Like I was heavy into sharing obviously the business side of things. Like mm-hmm. please come into my business. <laughs> yeah, it's the BTS. Like join us. And now everyone's like, oh my god. Like I really love your mom. So many posts. <laughs> I really love your <laughs> <laughs> And like other ones, I'm like, oh my god, I like really love your mom content. Please don't stop posting it. And I was like, I didn't realize like people wanted to watch me like yeah. play with Oliver or like mop my floor. Weirdos. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really hard to self-evaluate in that way. Yeah. Like, oh, these things about myself are interesting. Like it's not really something that you think to like present to the internet. And it's, right. I feel like a lot of times I have to remind myself like, hey, you should be sharing what you would want to see from mm-hmm. like a photographer. Like, yes, I love seeing the work, obviously, in like super fun reels, especially when it like really catches me off guard. But like, I, I want to be surprised by things. I want to yeah. be like intrigued just as much as the next person. So I like, know, it's, it's really, it's interesting. I'm like, and that's like on the topic again, of like, we're not going to go, but on the topic yeah, yeah. of building your portfolio, I'm like, even like doing illustrations for Oliver, mm-hmm. illustrations are something like I've never shared on Otto and Company outside of like obviously what we have to do yeah. for our clients, they're always like very tiny little which is more illustration mark. 
Because it's on brand. It's on brand. But I'm like, I just never thought. Because I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm not a children's book illustrator. This is just, like, something I'm doing because, like, you know, it's Olive's birthday or Olive's what you were inspired by. And I'm inspired by his creativity. So, you know, I want to do it. And then, like, I'm actively sharing that. People are like, oh, crap. Like, you draw. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how this started. And it's so cute. (laughs) It's not a, like, free client. Yeah. Well, you're also, I mean, obviously right now, like, I think I speak pretty confidently saying that the Walter Pinterest relationship is not alive anymore. Yeah. Unless it's, like, literal family. <laughs> like, unless it's, like, a literal. I even feel like, though, when I started, I was still pretty, like, anti-free work. It was, like, and it wasn't even that, like, I needed money because I had a, I have a job. Yeah. It was just, like, I feel like free work sets you up for failure regardless. It absolutely does. But I think that recognizing what you're saying as like a confidence thing is important because I definitely like what you just said is where you had a job and you didn't need the money and you still work like I very much am of the mindset and have been you know in the past too that like if this isn't my main source of income then I don't care how much I'm getting paid and it's like okay but but you could be getting paid for that in addition to the main source of income even if why wouldn't you want even if it's at a discount so I always say offer a discount as a newbie, say, hey, I'm starting out. My services are normally priced at blah. I am offering a 50% discount Great idea. to do it for you. And I think what that does is that still keeps the professionalism that makes people go by your process, right? Yeah. Because always it, offering a discount is what at the beginning allows you to check your onboarding process, allows you to check your creative process, and it also just kind of allows you to be honest with your client and say, like, hey, like, I'm starting out. I'm offering you a 50% discount because, like, I really want to see how this works out for my client. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a beautiful product at the end. You just need to continue because yeah. I'm new at it. And I, But it allows people to say, like, this is the professional steps they have to go. Because when you offer stuff for free, people forget that it's a professional service. So then they kind of start acting like assholes. Um, and you don't want it to be an asshole that you're doing work for free. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With, I'm like, that's a no thank you on that one. Uh, so my my tip is, although people say you can do free work, just do it at a discount. Just do it at a discount. Yeah, I think and that's a great idea. You're working with established businesses or people who are going to actively kind of like promote you. Um, and what you're doing, and I think that goes both ways. So branding, also for photographers. Yep, because like you know, like that's everything's a great idea. Pretty much everything's creative. You know, is something that you can do. I'm like, I'm always hit or miss with videos because I'm like, I feel like videos help tell a story. Yeah, well that's the thing too. <laughs> I think it's really important to recognize that like, although they're all creative, they're not all equal. They're not <laughs> like, equal. a lot of things require a lot more work. So it's not like it's less valuable, but it's just. 
just like you have to keep in mind like if someone is making these decisions for you at that extent like it's probably a lot more work than something else they could be doing and actively and I, i'm like okay so video is interesting I think I was talking to you about um, coming up with like fun creative prompts for Audio Creative Network. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, how how do we include like and prism like a mass prism of different creative industries into different types of prompts? And I was like, I don't really know about video because I feel like even when I sit down to edit a reel, like I have all the clips. Yeah. I strategically planned it out in my mind, and I still sit there like. Continue to do things for 
lower than what it should be, right? Because my thought process is that if you don't start at competitor value with your pricing mm -hmm. and you start below, it's going to take you ages to even get to where you need to be competitor-wise. But that competitor in the years it took you to get to the price of your competitor has already raised their price yeah. again. So I'm like, it just gets you in a rut that you cannot get out of. And that's why I'm so anti-working yeah. free. Um, like I said, I can I can work for free sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think my standpoint is more like it's it's a matter of the conditions you put yourself in. Because I feel like, like you said with the boundary, I think you just have to be very like not kidding yourself. You have to be very real with yourself and True. say like I need to set this hard boundary mm -hmm. and follow it. Yeah. Like at this point, you know, obviously you can say I right do now, three free clients. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I do this many at this cost or no cost or whatnot mm -hmm. and then after that that's it done and then if anybody has any questions about that or feels like it's unfair then I have an explanation yeah and like maybe that's a better route and uh, at least in like the way that I feel about it because I think that you know I would hate I'm, I'm one of those people who can't like have a really hard time passing up on an opportunity and it really just like I'd almost rather do it that than youth. not do it <laughs> that's because she's youthful <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I'd almost rather do it for less or, you know, put <laughs> even like I also think it's low-key hilarious because I, I'm getting where you're coming from, okay? Because I was speaking from branding standpoint, but as we try to shift into photo, I'm like asking people, I'm like, hey, you know, give us free product, let us mm -hmm. just do our thing. Um, and if you like our thing, hire us as your photographer, yeah. you know? Um, so I guess, I guess for me that, that makes more sense, right? Because with a photo, you With branding, you can't just well, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's half oh, yeah. the I'm definitely talking. I'm definitely talking from my own perspective and yeah. my like photo experience, which well, yeah, you're, you're totally right. It does not apply to everything. Um, but yeah, you're I mean you're absolutely right. Like I would never create a whole branding suite <laughs> and give it to someone. But I think that's also the difference too, is that you don't necessarily have to give it to anybody. Yeah. You still have to make it available to the person that you did it for. Yeah. And then I think that's also where like my inability to like create a product that doesn't exist comes yeah. in and like that's where you can fill those holes with you know your industry and stuff like you can create things that don't already exist <laughs> whereas mine needs to be photographed so it needs to exist um so i think that that's kind of like how i make up for not being able to do that i guess that's it that's true like i can't yeah. invent my own product so i have to find one that already exists like i said i, I 100 percent get that it because that's where we are right yeah. now we're like I'm yeah like, how do i change to like be more photo content video yeah. marketing consulting wise so I, I get that, I get that. So yes, you can work for free, just make sure that you have healthy boundaries yeah. around working for free, and please don't do it for more than a very short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not spending Not like your whole first working year. Yeah, exactly. for free. Um, if you do that, I will come haunt you in your dreams. Okay? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely gotten better about it, and it's still something that you have to tweak, I think, as you continue to move on, because my you know thoughts on like who to charge and things like that, or what rates to charge, I have like hard boundaries on it. Yeah.
you know, you're just starting out, I think those are those are definitely the tactics, is just make sure that you have a community that supports you and people really get it, um, because, you know, it's hard to talk to people that don't. Um, and Utilize make things take Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, whatever you can do, take it till you make it, absolutely, mm-hmm. in whatever way you can, depending on your industry, for sure. And then, obviously, we end with what we just talked about, either offer a discount mm-hmm. or work for free. That's up to you. But yeah. that concludes... Boundaries. <laughs> work oh, for no. free with boundaries. With boundaries. <laughs> that's, that's the end. That's we the rules. We don't condone just working for free. <laughs> that's the rules of doing the work. Yeah. Work for free with boundaries. Very harsh boundaries, yeah. Yeah, but otherwise than that, that concludes this 